0: in the wrong direction along the way we hope you'll see that we are welcoming and spiritually passionate and that getting to know you is a big deal to us we know that the road is rough sometimes but we'll work really hard to bring you practical and relevant messages to equip and encourage you through life's ups and downs we want you to know that we care about this community and we believe that it's our job to make it a better place so no matter who you are or where you've been we're glad you're here with us today And we hope that you'll join us on our journey, following Christ and living out His plan for us. So welcome to church.
1: Hello, good morning, everybody. All right, we've got Ray to start us off with some announcements.
2: Yeah, good morning, everyone. Now, me doing this, this could go downhill very quickly. Um... Today's Sandwich Sunday, so after service we're making 40 loaves of bread into sandwiches for some local schools. We give the sandwiches to for the kids that don't get to take lunch with them, so if you could stick around and help out with that, it'd be most appreciated. Tuesday night we have Soul Sisters, movie night. Um, As far as I know, there haven't been any suggestions yet. I suggest you go with a classic, something like Star Trek The Motion Picture, but we'll see. (laughs) Uh, Wednesday, we have Christianity Explained starting up again. That's going to be run by Thea. That's going to be 9.30 here Wednesday morning. Uh, What else do we have? I mean, if you've read this thing, it's probably easier to just say you know it. But um, Faithworks have a garage sale on the 6th. That's their biggest fundraiser for the year. So head over there. You might find yourself a bargain. Soldiership information classes, dates have not been confirmed but they're going to be run again next term so if you're interested there's a sign up sheet out the front. Next Sunday we actually have some more soldier enrolments, something to get excited about. Fortunately for the New South Wales supporters, the third and final game will be shown on the big screen here. I guess they're looking for their miracle win but we'll see. I believe Brendan, you have an announcement you'd like to make, and Jason.
3: How are we all this morning? That's the way. Who's doing it? Who's got something on for the third of August? Anyone doing anything? Well, if you're not doing anything, Jason and I are holding a fundraiser to raise some much-needed money for the new TRS building um it will be held here uh six o'clock start uh three course alternate drop dinner dishes created by this man if you don't know is the sous chef of a touch of salt restaurant in the city so it's going to be some pretty damn good food uh, tickets are 65 dollars each uh, either booking them online at townsville tickets Towns- townsville tickets at the vint link via our facebook page tables for recovery um, or uh, pay, you can pay cash or uh, so, uh, come and see either jason or i we can organize it for you um there'll be entertainment on the night uh in the form of old man yak who if you don't know is steve bennett as well as uh award-winning duo twisted whisker with damo and Yowie. so um come along for the night there'll be some great guest speakers um it's going to be a lot of fun so um yeah the more we can raise the better thanks guys Thanks, fellas. Sounds like it's going to be a good night. And finally, I just want to
2: acknowledge two guys. Ben and Glenn, where are you? As if you could stand up. Stand up, Ben. These two guys on Friday came out here and they worked extremely hard in the garden. If you notice, they've pruned all the trees. They've got the place looking great. Just on behalf of everyone here, guys, great job. Thank you. And I'll hand over to the team.
1: Fantastic. Let's stand on our feet and we're going to sing My Redeemer Lives. We ready to praise God this morning? Well, we need to be a bit more awake than that. Everyone stretch up and touch your toes. All right, here we go. I know He rescued my soul. I know He rescued my
0: soul. His blood has covered my sin, I believe. I believe. My shame is taken away. My pain is healed in His name, I believe.
1: I believe. I'll
4: raise a banner. And I'll raise a banner.
0: God has conquered conquered the grave. My Redeemer lives. My Redeemer lives. My Redeemer lives. My Redeemer lives. I know He rescued. I know He rescued my soul. And His blood has covered my my sin. I I believe. D.
1: together today all right yeah hi good good? Yeah. yeah come now is the time to worship come now is the time to give your heart come just as you are to worship come just as you are before your God no matter what you're coming with today we're all allowed to come before God amen nothing can hold us back from coming to God. Now is the time again.
4: Jesus,
0: my Savior, Lord, there is none.
1: thank you so much that you've brought us here today thank you that we're family we're community Lord Jesus thank you that we can worship as one together to just lift and glorify and praise your name we are here for you we are on this earth for you we are here to love you to adore you to praise you to serve you to give glory to you father everything we do throughout the week through to throughout today help us to glorify you help us to shout to you and give you the praise that you deserve Lord. It's not about us it's about you Father and help us to just daily be reminded that life is about you Let's sing this again, let's sing it through
4: My Jesus My Saviour Lord
0: there is
4: none like
0: you All of my days I want to praise the the wonders of of your mighty love. My
3: My comfort, my shelter,
0: tower of refuge and strength.
3: Let every
0: breath, all that I am, never cease to work. Lift it up this morning. Shout to the Lord. Shout to the Lord. All the earth let us sing. Power and majesty praise to the King. Mountains bow down and the seas will roar. At the sound of your name. I sing for joy.
1: Please have your seats. Amen. I'm going to invite Laura up. She's on kids' time. If we want to give the kids a clap as they come up.
5: hey, do we have any kids besides mine? Come on, kids, come out the front. Come on, sit down. Mm. Quick, take a seat, Coop. Sit down. Come on, a couple more. There we go. <laughs> come on, Tyrese. Okay, I'd better ask if anybody's got any news first. Has anybody got any news? No news. Nobody's got anything. Has anybody? What, what did you enjoy the most about your holidays? I know it's ending, it's really sad. But what did you enjoy the most about your holidays?
6: Um, the birthday party
5: yesterday. A birthday party? Whose birthday party was it? France was. Oh, very cool. Camping. Hideaway Bay. Oh, that sounds nice. Ha- whereabouts is that? I haven't been there. It's, it's, the <laughs> <laughs> it's... I think it's behind somewhere near Charters Towers. Near Char- oh, well, I should know where that is then, shouldn't I? Because I'm from Charters <laughs> Towers. Okay, what's your news, Del? Um Scootering at Soroptimus Park. Scootering at S- Soroptimus Park. Oh, that sounds very good. And no more No more interesting things? Come on,
6: I started making a DVD once and I'm almost finished. He is.
5: He's, how many pages into your script are you, Harry?
6: Well, for my first one I finished that script and it had 17. And at the moment I'm doing the second one and at the moment I'm up to seven. Seven
5: Pages of his script. Mummy's putting off the technical side of it, so I said go and write your script first. <laughs> Thankfully he's onto his second second episode or whatever it is, so I have to wait a little bit longer okay well what do I have around my neck today what do I have around my neck a cross a cross um what, do you, what does your cross remind you of do you think yeah Jesus Jesus and what about Jesus dying on the cross
6: for who your sin yeah
5: so dying on the cross for you so he's taking all your sin from you but do you know why I wear my cross it reminds me of that too. But I was thinking about it this morning actually and I thought this reminds me of who I represent. This reminds me that I'm a Christian. Do you know what? I knew somebody once, a minister who used to tell us when all the teenagers went away, used to always say, remember where you come from and who you represent. I think they are a bit concerned we'd get up to mischief. Remember where you come from and who you represent. This reminds me when I wear it that I'm a Christian. So the things that I say and the things that I do and the way I react to people that reminds me that I need to be doing that as a Christian. I need to be making those choices that God wants me to make and not just doing the things that I want to do. So can I get you guys to remember that this week? Remember who you represent. Remember that when you're making a choice in the playground and you think, I'm not going to play with that person over there because they're not wearing the right hat today. Remember to make the choice that God wants you to make as a Christian and include people. Remember if you're at school listening to your teachers. Yes, because I'm a teacher. (laughs) And if you're going shopping with mummy and daddy in the trolleys, maybe not yelling at your brother and sister because that's not the not kind words that you should be using, is it? So maybe using nice words with brothers and sisters. Yes, Harry and Cooper. I'll remind you to as well. Can you remember that this week? Remember who you represent everywhere you go. Shops, park, play, school, everywhere. Nod your head if you can remember that. I might even ask you next week if you remember to represent God during the week and tell other people about him too. Thank you. You guys can go back to your parents.
7: Wow, look what I scored. <laughs> Who would like this one? Come out here, Ashley. Ashley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's beautiful uh, Ah, yeah. yeah. I'm embarrassed. Oh. I'm just so blessed.
1: Um, We're going to take up our offering now as I think a song plays, I'm not sure. While um, the offering's going around, I'm gonna pass the microphone around if anybody would like to share a couple of things today. Me share, I'll share. I had a lady yesterday um, when I was finishing work and she was a Christian and a midwife and a nurse, and she prayed for me um, to finish off my placement and for my future, and I was really blessed by that, so, yeah. Does anybody else want to share any further things?
6: Yes, good morning, everyone. Um, As I said the other night, I've been in hospital for about seven weeks, and every ward I went to, um, there was someone 100% worse than I was, and uh, I look back now, and I think it was the Lord's blessing to move me around like that. I made a few friends there with uh, guys that were very sick, and I'm going up there the hour to see a couple of them now these people haven't got um, the ones I'm visiting haven't got any relations they're waiting for nursing home accommodation and uh, it must be hard for them you know um, when you're in hospital and you don't get visitors um, it gets very lonely All you're doing is staring at that TV if you can afford it but uh Today, I ask you uh, to remember all the people that are in hospital in your prayers um, because tomorrow it might be you. I thank God for the opportunity that I did go to the hospital now and meet so many people. God bless.
1: Um, Some may be wondering where Paula is at the moment. She's got a little sick bub, Becky, at home, so that's why she's not here today. And equip guys come back tomorrow. Um, So keep them in your prayers as they're travelling home. They're pumped and I know that some have made some new commitments to Jesus as well after four or five years. So that's very exciting and they want to get involved with youth and young adults as well. So that's really good. And I'm going to hand it over if we could... um, Invite Julia up today and she's going to share with us.
7: Good morning. I'm here by default. (laughs) I think they they ran out of people. (laughs) But it's always an honour, absolute honour, to open God's Word. And uh, if you have a Bible, you can share the reading, otherwise, you can listen to my dulcet tones. We're looking at uh, Luke chapter 5. I know, you're all in shock, we're going to the New Testament. (laughs) Luke chapter 5, and uh, it may be a familiar story to you, um, but I believe that God's got some things for us to have a look at this morning. Luke chapter 5, and just the first 10 verses. One day, as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. Master, Simon replied, we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing, but if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. And this time the nets were so full of fish, they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat, and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. When Simon Peter realised what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, O oh Lord, Please leave me. I'm too much of a sinner to be around you. He was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught, as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. Jesus replied to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. That's uh, our story for today. It may be familiar to you, it may be not, but it's a story that helps us to understand Jesus a whole lot better. And it also helps us to understand human nature even a little bit better. And I'm hoping that you can identify with someone in this story today. If we start at the beginning, Jesus, this is very much at the beginning of Jesus' ministry. So he's not well known, but he was known as a rabbi, so a teacher. But no one really, really, really knew him. And so that's why the crowds were coming, because they were curious. Nothing, nothing better than curiosity to bring a crowd. Wasn't because they believed in him. Wasn't because they knew who he was. Wasn't because they'd heard about uh, this for for centuries and they finally got it that he was the Messiah. None of that's none of that good stuff. They were just there out of curiosity. But there were so many of them, Jesus couldn't reach them. So, what does he do? He uses something that's right nearby. Now, do you think it was an accident that there were two boats on the shore just there, ready? No, there's no accidents, is there? And so Jesus asked Peter to push a boat out so he could sit in it and teach from it. Pretty nifty idea if you ask me. And that's what I love about Jesus. He always meets us where we're at. He doesn't make us go to lofty mountains to hear him. He doesn't make us dress up nice and put a suit on before he'll speak to us. Jesus just meets us where we are on the beach, on the seashore, in a boat, wherever. And nothing has changed in the way that Jesus deals with people. He meets us where we're at. You said it this morning, just as we are. Come just as you are to worship. Why? Because God meets us right where we're at. That is that is an amazing truth when you think about that we're talking about the creator God, the one who made the world. He just wants to be with us and he'll come to where we are. Didn't he prove that when he came to earth as a baby? He just wants to be where we are. So he teaches the crowds and then he says something really interesting. He says to Simon, now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Now, I don't know about you. I might be okay at speaking, but I am no good at fishing. Steve did try to teach me a couple of times. The best thing I got was a puff of fish my very first time and he told me it was poisonous, so I had to throw it back in. And uh, ever after that, oh, I did get a... I did, I did, he's shaking his head. I was in a boat with him once on a lake at um, Coombabar and there it was, it was the biggest, wasn't it? Yeah, I was trying to think, thank you, it was a flathead and it was big, alright, and I am got it over the end of the boat, it is on the line, I saw it, I saw it, it was on the line and I didn't know how to get it in, did I? <laughs> And he's just sitting there laughing at me. And I'm trying to pull it in. I'm trying to pull it in. By the time I got in, it wasn't on the hook anymore. And that was the last time I ever tried fishing. So I am not a good fisherwoman. And there you go. That's my sad story. So, but that's okay. I reckon if I, if I can talk, I don't have to fish as well. That doesn't work, but anyway. But isn't it interesting that this teacher, Jesus, this rabbi... He's going to give these fishermen a fishing lesson. Now, let's remember these guys are professional fishermen. That's what they do for their livelihood. There were two boats there. There were two families, as you read in the story. One was Simon Peters and the others were James and John and their father. And they were professional fishermen. That's what they did for a living. And this rabbi comes along and says... (coughs) want to tell you something guys I know where the fish are I know where the fish are you got it all wrong and Peter says but Lord we've been fishing all night we were out there all night there aren't any fish in that sea there are none we didn't get one we've been out all night can you imagine what they thought I mean Peter was very gracious and said Well, Lord, if you tell me to, I'll do it. But I reckon he was thinking, who do you think you are? What do you know about fishing? Come on. But wasn't he gracious? Well, Lord, if you say so, we'll do it. So he did. He pushed out the boat deeper. Now, I read up on fishing, like I said, because I'm not very good at it. And there's three reasons why this was the worst possible advice that Jesus could have given Peter at this time. Number one was it was daytime. Now, all you fishermen will know, where are the fish in daytime? Yep, yeah, they're at the bottom of the ocean. They're not on the top. They're at the bottom. They're smart. They're very smart. And they'd been out, that's why the fish, fishermen had been out all night because the fish rise to the top of the water. See, now if I'd known all this, you should have taken me out at night time, fish. Now I know. That's where all the fish are at night on the top of the water. But they'd been out all night and caught none. Now, I don't know if that means they were bad fishermen or it was just, just one of those bad nights. The second thing is they had huge drag nets. And they used to have to hold them by hand. No machines, no beautiful U, U- Butte deep sea fishing boats. They used to have to hold the nets by hand. So there might be one, one uh, guy sitting in this boat, one guy sitting in this boat, and the nets between the two boats, and they're hanging onto it. So to go out in the deep water just wasn't doable. And the third thing is like I said, they'd already been out all night. Who wants to go out again? But isn't Peter gracious? If you say so, I'd love to know what Tony used. (laughs) If you say so, then we'll do it. So he did. He went, he pushed the boat deeper out into, further out into deeper water, let down the nets and you know the story. There were so many fish that they had to call the other boat in to help them. Now what has that story got to do with us? Obviously, it shows I'm a, a lousy fisherman. There may be some good fishermen in here. But in, in today's day and age, we have fish shops. You can just go and buy it. It's no big deal anymore. Come on. But what I want, you st- want us to think about this morning is Jesus' words. Let me remind you of them. Now, go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish now go out where it is deeper i'm not very good with water uh, obviously you're getting this story that I, I was born in the born in the blue mountains you know no water no nothing just nice views okay so whenever i walked anywhere near water i would fall in as a kid and my parents used to get so angry at me cuz I'd always get wet. Didn't matter what water, how big, how small, I'd look at it and I'd fall in. And I was forever getting trouble having to sit in the car on a towel because I was wet because I never took any spare clothes. You would have thought they'd have learnt, wouldn't you? But I can remember time and time again. I'd see water, I'd look at it and I'd fall in. Does anyone else have that problem? Okay. Right. Now you know why God didn't call me to be a fisherman or a sailor because I'm just useless. Well, so they're my two, two sad sob stories. I'm no good at water. So for me to go into deep water is terrifying. Even in a swimming pool, even though it's got four walls, to go into the deep end is terrifying for me. But imagine if you've got a big lake and you're a fisherman and you've got a boat, it wouldn't be scary except that how do you fish in the deep water when all the fish are usually in the shallower water for them? None of it made sense. Absolutely none of it made sense. It wasn't logical to do what Jesus asked to do. But to go deeper, take... take sorry takes me and took them out of their comfort zone. If you don't like deep water, you're not going to go in it, are you? But if God calls you to go in deep water, you have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to take, let go of all the security that you have and you have to venture into the unknown. That's what we call faith, isn't it? Now, Peter had faith in Jesus and he did what he asked and he got so much fish, the nets tore and they couldn't get them all in. But what if Jesus was here today and what if he said to you, I want you to go out where it is deeper. And there could be as many replies as there are people. Oh, yeah, I've tried that, God, it doesn't work. Oh, no, I I like it where I am, thanks. Yeah, no, I like that seat, thanks. I'll just stay there. No, 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 no. I I like my job. I I like my life. Um, No, I would have to give up too many things to do that and so on. The list of excuses could be endless. But what if Jesus stood before you and he said to you, I want you to go out where it is deeper. What would that mean for you today? In your faith journey with God, what would it mean if Jesus said to you, I want you to go out where it is deeper. I want you to let go of your security. I want you to let go of the, of the things that you are comfortable with. I want you to let go of being in control. I want you to surrender some stuff to me. I want you to surrender your will to me. I want you to surrender your choices to me. I want you to trust me and I want you to go out deeper in faith. I want you to learn more of me. I want you to spend time with me. I want you to dig into this relationship with me. What would that mean for you and for me today? Some of us would say, well, I've tried that and it didn't work. Some of us could have Peter's reaction. When Peter saw what happened with the fish, he said to Jesus, Lord, please leave me. I'm too much of a sinner to be around you. What a change in attitude. He graciously said, oh, all right, then if you say so, I'll try it. But in the light of that miracle of Jesus' presence and the miracle of the fish from a rabbi, not a fisherman, Peter realises he is in the presence of someone really holy. And whenever a sinner is in the presence of someone or something holy, the sinner becomes aware of their sin. Peter was no different. And for the first time in his life, he says, I'm not good enough for you. Go away. I've met a lot of people in my life who get stuck right there in their faith journey. I've met so many people who say, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough for God to love me. I'm not good enough to be a soldier. I'm not good enough to do this. I'm not good enough to be this. I'm not worthy of it. I'm too bad. You don't know what I've done. I've done too too many bad things. But listen to Jesus' reply to Peter. His first words are, don't be afraid. He's not in the presence of someone who is going to judge him. He's in the presence of someone who's chosen him. He's chosen him. And he is saying to him, don't be afraid. Listen to the next bit. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. This is Peter's calling to go deeper in life. It's not about the fish at all. That was just the way that Jesus got his attention. It's about Peter going deeper in faith and life and ministry and following Jesus around for three years and listening to his teaching and finally becoming the person that Jesus chose to build his church upon. That's what this story is about. When God says to you, go deeper, sure, we're going to be scared. But his next words to us are, don't be afraid, I've chosen you, I love you, I've got something for you to do, I want to use you just as you are. What I love about this story is that Jesus kept the fishing bit going. You guys are fishermen, from now on you're going to fish for people don't ever think that any experience you've had any bad experience or good experience any skill that you have any training you've had any talent you have that God can't use it when you become a christian doesn't matter what we experiences with sorry doesn't matter what experiences we've had god pulls them all together and uses us just as we are but better in the future. That's what I love about God. Not only is it just where we are, but it's just as we are. He does the rest. All we have to do is what Peter did. The last line of this story says, as soon as they landed, listen to this, they left everything and follow Jesus? One little line. There's a whole lifetime in the, that line. How do you leave everything? You've just got two boats of fish for starters. How do you walk away from your livelihood, from your family, from the fresh fish from everything that you know, how do you leave all that behind? As soon as they landed, they didn't take time to go pray about it, they didn't take time to phone a friend, they didn't take time to have a think about it, as soon as they landed they left. That is how amazing this presence of Jesus had been in this situation. Faced with his lack of skill as a fisherman and Jesus' brilliance, faced with him being a sinner and Jesus' holiness, faced with his insecurity and yet Jesus' faith in him, he chose Jesus. He chose Jesus. Jesus won out over insecurity, over livelihood, over the known and over his own self-will. He surrendered his whole life and followed Jesus. And if you read some of the New Testament, you'll know he did follow Jesus right to the very end. made a few bumps along the way, but he's only human. So what would it mean for you For Peter, it meant that he had to walk away and follow Jesus because that's what he felt God was calling him to do. What does it mean for you today if Jesus says to you, come on, I want you to go out into deeper water. I want you to stop treading water in the shallows. I want you to stop being comfortable. I want you to stop being secure. I want you to stop leaning on the things that are around you and the people around you. And I want you to put your faith into me and go deeper. Because I've chosen you. You're not in this on your own. That's the beauty of walking with Jesus. If he calls you, he walks with you, beside you, behind you and in you. So what does it mean? What does it mean for you today? To go deeper. To stop putting your faith And your your security in the things you can see and touch, your abilities, the things that you're good at, the things that you're strong at, the things that you've control in your life. What does it mean for you today to leave that behind and to say, I am going to follow Jesus? For someone, it may mean giving up the job that they're in and following a different direction. For someone, it may be giving up the notion that I am not good enough for God to love me. Because that's a lie. For someone else, it might be just reading the Bible and praying to build this relationship that you've started with Jesus. It can look as different as many people in this room. But what does it mean for you today to go deeper? That is Jesus' call for us today. To not be happy with treading water and the status quo, but to go deeper. Because that's the only answer to following Jesus to the very end. To go deeper. I'm going to ask the band to come. They're going to sing... Uh, a very beautiful song that helps us to see that with Jesus in us and beside us, he can help us to go deeper. It's what his call is. It's what his will is for us this morning, just like it was for Peter way back when. Maybe someone this morning is stuck where Peter was and saying, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough. Maybe it's time to give up that lie for someone this morning. Maybe it's time for someone to stop leaning on their, your abilities and the things that you're good at and the things that you like holding on to because that's your control and security and comfortable feeling. Maybe it's time to let go and let your faith in this Jesus who calls you Go deeper. Place of prayer is here if that helps, or right where you are, you can just leave everything behind, so to speak, and follow Jesus. God bless you.
0: And I will call. in deepest waters your sovereign hand will be my above the waves, when oceans rise, my soul will rest in your embrace.
7: To go where trust has no borders. How scary is that? How scary is that? To go where trust has no borders. But the rest of it is we're in his presence and our faith will go stronger. Our faith will grow ever stronger because God will grow our faith as we trust without
1: borders I invite you guys to stand as we sing this last bridge and we make this your prayer today that God will lead us without borders that we will walk upon the waters wherever he calls us to go we'll go deeper than our feet could ever wander and our faith will be made stronger as we spend more time in the presence of our Saviour
0: Wherever you would call me Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander And my faith will be made stronger In the presence of my Saviour
7: Let's share a prayer as we stand in his presence How encouraging is it to know That we might feel insecure and uncomfortable, but we're held by the mighty hand of Jesus. Amen. Our Father, today we say thank you for being the Saviour that we can trust. That when you call us to go deeper into you, into that water where our trust has no borders, where we're uncomfortable and we're insecure, And we're vulnerable. But that's just when you can do that amazing deep work in our lives because we're trusting you and not ourselves. So, Lord, for all of my friends today, including myself, help us to continue to surrender, to go deeper. And whatever that looks like, your call upon each of our lives. And we trust in your presence to make our faith stronger as we go. We thank you that you are not only the God who calls, the God who accepts us as we are, but the God who takes us on to be all that we can be by your help and grace. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.
1: Fantastic. Shall we finish off with my Redeemer lives? It's a favourite. We're gonna get the whoop whoop going. Whoop whoop, yeah. that's it.
4: I know
0: he rescued my soul. His blood has covered my sin, I believe. I believe. My shame is taken
4: away. My pain is healed in his name, I believe. I believe. Let's raise the
1: banner. I'll raise the banner. Whoa. whoa,
0: whoa. My Lord has conquered the, the grave. grave My Redeemer lives woop woop. My Redeemer lives
4: woop woop. My Redeemer lives, woop woop. My, Redeemer lives. Woop woop. my Redeemer lives I know I know He rescued my soul
0: my sin, I believe, I believe, my shame is taken away, my pain is healed in His name, I believe, I believe, I'll raise a banner, oh, oh, oh. Cause my God. In the grave, my redeemer lives. My redeemer lives. My redeemer lives. My redeemer lives.
4: You lift my burdens, and I'll rise with you.
0: I'm dancing on this mountain top to see your kingdom come. My redeemer lives. My redeemer lives. My redeemer lives. My redeemer lives. My redeemer
1: day. Go in peace. Join us for morning tea and a coffee um, and sandwiches.